Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There is something special about an opening night on Broadway here in New York. But I'm pretty sure this past Saturday night at the St. James Theater is one that will go down in Broadway history. I strolled all along to a fallout zone, came out with my soul untouched. You could almost feel the energy coming up from the floor. There was just so much excitement. Uh, so much so that Mr. Springsteen had to ask us to hush so the show could go on. But this was about more than Bruce Springsteen's limited run this summer on Broadway. The hope is this will prime the pump for the much-needed return of people in commerce to places like Times Square. We are 0.1% of the city's landmass and 15% of the overall economy. The city cannot recover without Times Square recovering. And Times Square is going to recover. This week on 880 In Depth, the slow steps of New York's economic recovery are underway. Now that we're seeing more life in the city with Broadway, with a corporate clientele and some tourists, it's really showing signs of coming back. And I would never bet against New York. Welcome to 880 In-Depth. I'm Tim Scheld. Depending upon who you believe, and of course this is all pre-pandemic, Broadway contributes to somewhere between 11 and 15 billion dollars to the New York economy. Broadway also accounts for somewhere around 80,000 jobs. So getting Broadway back is a big, big deal. We spoke this week to the president of the Broadway League, Charlotte St. Martin. Well, it's been devastating. It's been traumatizing. I mean, Broadway, the longest it's ever been closed in history is 19 days. And seeing the people you work with uh, without jobs, unable to pay rent, uh, without health insurance is devastating to everyone. Seeing the producers who 
have invested their life savings in many cases to bring their dream show to Broadway and have it shut down and figure out how to get back is traumatizing and devastating. I mean, when they say the show must go on, there's a lot of reasons why it must go on. There is a need, a, a physical and emotional need by people who work on Broadway to be on Broadway, to work, to fill those houses with adoring fans and to experience the magic that is Broadway. So it's been a rough year. The silver lining to the year is the country has a better understanding of how important Broadway and entertainment is to them. And as Broadway goes, so goes the city and Times Square and all of the area businesses. We speak to one of the managing partners of Hurley's Irish Saloon on 48th Street coming up, and then we'll talk to the new head of the Times Square Alliance who tells us... Uh, With Bruce back on Broadway, with a lot of restaurants open and serving at full capacity, and with all of the stores open, uh, people are really flocking to Times Square, and there's a lot for them to do. But first, we want to continue our conversation with the Broadway League's Charlotte St. Martin about Broadway's slow path back. She spoke to our Peter Haskell this week about getting people back into those theater seats again. Do you think most people are ready for that side-by-side shared experience? I think a lot of people are ready based on the fact that uh, ticket sales are going very well for the show's that have announced when they're opening. I'm sure there are some people that are still uh, concerned, and there's a lot that are going about life as it used to be. So I think people wouldn't buy tickets if they weren't ready to come back. Give us a sense of the timeline of the rest of the shows and the rest of the Broadway theater community. Well, our next opening, as of now, is August 4th with a play called Passover, and then a big Tony Award-winning musical September opens on September 2nd, Hadestown, and then we have some juggernauts opening on September 14th, including Hamilton, Lion King, Wicked, Chicago, and a few others. And in the month of September, we have 15 shows opening, I think another 10 in October, and then by the end of December, I think all 31 shows that have uh, have announced or about to announce uh, will be open. And then, of course, we'll start the spring season uh, with some new shows and new limited runs. Uh, There are 41 theaters, but two of them are in renovation. So if we had every show that could host a a show of every theater that could host a show, uh, we would have 39 shows, and I'm sure we will before the end of the 2022 season. You talked earlier about ticket sales. What can you tell us about how things look? Well, I don't get the actual numbers for ticket sales. Those are on a show-by-show basis, but I certainly talk to the producers of those shows and the theater owners and they're all very encouraged by uh, the amount of ticket sales that are happening and actually 
considering that most of the shows don't open till September, to be selling well now is a very healthy sign that Broadway's coming back and will be healthy. The theater, to a certain extent, relies on tourism. It seems, at least for now, there are fewer people coming to the city. What kind of impact is that going to have? The international market represents anywhere between 14 to 20 percent of our overall theater attendance, depending on the year. We know that that market will be coming back slowly. On the other hand, we also know that when international tourism slows down, domestic tourism picks up. If international visitors don't come to the U.S., the likelihood is our U.S. citizens don't travel outside the U.S. that much. So we're hoping that that trend continues. Uh, about 30% of our business comes from New York City and the tri-state area. Another 45% comes from the, the, the United States, the rest of the United States. And while tourism certainly hit an all-time low during the last year, it's picking up. For example, six months ago, you'd see, if you were lucky, 10,000 people pass through Times Square a day. And now it's back up to about 200,000 on many days. And when Broadway is at its most robust, you know, it's almost 400,000. But the hotels are opening and picking up uh, occupancy. I think the Marriott Marquis ran over 75% last weekend. So I think the tourism is coming back, and the longer the tourists come back and don't get sick, the more tourists will have join us. You know, I understand that you said that domestic tourism picks up and, and you don't deal with the individual shows, but do you suspect these shows will still be doing eight performances a week, or do you think they might have to cut back? That is not something I actually know at this point. I've heard that in the early days, some shows are looking at doing fewer than eight performances a week, but I don't have specific information about that. I think a lot will depend upon how ticket sales are actually going as we get closer to those opening dates. Sure, understood. Give us your feeling about the, the impact of Broadway on the city's recovery overall. What is Broadway's impact? Well, everyone from the governor to the mayor to the head of the Hotel Association of New York has said we have to get Broadway open because New York isn't back until Broadway's back. And that's one of the reasons we're really working hard to get back we provide an economic impact of almost $15 billion to New York City. And we provide, we either directly employ or are responsible for almost 100,000 workers in the city of New York. So, and oh, by the way, we also pay about a billion dollars in taxes, uh, in uh, local and state taxes. So it's important to New York City and New York State for us to be open. It helps the restaurants, the hotels, and the other attractions because at one point 
it was noted that 80% of the people that are traveling to New York for pleasure uh, selected Broadway as the number one reason why they were coming. And the next group selected it in the top two or three reasons why they were coming. So, you know, New York is Broadway and Broadway is New York. We're just joined at the hip and we are uh, responsible to one another. You talk about 100,000 workers. We've heard about employees in various industries moving out of the city. Do you think that the stagehands, the musicians, the people who work on these shows, are, are they still around for the most part? Do you have an idea about that? Well, I know in the early days there was a lot of speculation that a lot of those people that moved out of New York either moved home because they needed to uh, to live and some that moved because rents were cheaper where they were going and many people speculated that those people would not come back. I have not heard of any issues with regard to cast and crew yet. Uh, I think one of the reasons we've said we needed six weeks minimum up to four months to reopen Broadway once we were told that we could was to get people back to New York. I mean, our workers come from all over the world, not just the United States. And I think there was a lot of speculation that was probably inaccurate. How long do you think it takes for Broadway to be back to 100% of what it was pre-pandemic? Well, I wish I had a crystal ball. Uh, I don't. I am optimistic that within a year we'll be very close to that until we have the international travelers uh, coming back comfortably. I don't think we can quite meet that. I hope I'm wrong, but I think we'll do well. And I think the pent-up demand and the reality has hit a lot of people about how important entertainment and, of course, Broadway is to their lives. So I feel good about the 22-23 season potentially getting back up to that 100% and are doing very well in the next season. That bodes well for the people of the Times Square Alliance. That's the local civic group that represents all the businesses in the area. Tom Harris is that group's brand new president. What are things like there now? So it's not quiet now. Um, last week, we averaged over 185,000 people per day walking through Times Square. This weekend, our pedestrian counts exceeded 200,000 people. Uh, with Bruce back on Broadway, with a lot of restaurants open and serving at full capacity, and with all of the stores open, uh, people are really flocking to Times Square, and there's a lot for them to do. You talk about the numbers, 200,000 this weekend. What kind of numbers did you get pre-pandemic? Well, pre-pandemic, we, we averaged about 365,000 people. Uh, but keep in mind, three months ago, we averaged less than 100,000 people in Times Square per day. So we have really, really exploded uh, with 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 pent up demand, people are coming back, and there's a lot for them to do and enjoy in Times Square. What's different about Times Square now compared to pre-pandemic, and what's the same? 
Well, I think what's different now is that we don't have the international tourists, we don't have Broadway, and we don't have a lot of the office workers, but they're coming back. Broadway is back in September. The office workers, I'm sure, will be back as well, and then the international tourists will follow. And, and it's, it's my hope, and, and we have plans in place to make sure that we fall forward and exceed that 365,000 people uh, in a short amount of time. I guess the question is, with the changes that people are seeing and that the lack of the crush that you had before, is Times Square still Times Square? Times Square will always be Times Square. We always reimagine and reinvent ourselves. Uh, in the, in the, the 13 plus years I've been there, almost every block has changed. And we are excellent at transforming ourselves and creating our new norm. And we're going to do that this time. Times Square is just one neighborhood in Manhattan. How important is it both symbolically and financially to get Times Square back? And how, how does that play into what happens elsewhere in the city? So symbolically, we reflect the city to the world. Uh, the empty Times Square was symbolic of the pause in the pandemic and, and a, a robust uh, energized Times Square is symbolic of our resilience and our resolve. We're seeing that resilience and resolve play out every day as each week we exceed our numbers and move forward from the pandemic. Um, we are the economic engine of the city. We are the lid, little engine that could. We are 0.1% of the city's land mass and 15% of the overall economy. The city cannot recover without Times Square recovering. And Times Square is going to recover. Times Square is known for the tourists, but there are a lot of people who work in the neighborhood. What's your sense as to how many folks might be back and how long it's going to take till the, the, the bulk of those people are back at work? Times Square is home to 180,000 office workers. And while they have been slow to return, we know that they are going to return. Uh, working remotely may be a way to sustain the status quo, but no one in this city wants to sustain the status quo. We want to move forward. We want to uh, we want to develop new, innovative ideas. And the best way to do that, the best way to attract new talent, the best way to onboard new talent is the in-office experience where that synergy creates new innovations and new possibilities. So it looks like September is when most office workers will be returning, and, uh, and I think we're going to see great things happen then. There are probably some people who are going to think twice if they don't feel safe. There was a shooting in Times Square over the weekend. What do you tell folks who say, wait a second, am I going to be safe bringing my family there? Do I want to go there? Is it safe? So one crime in Times Square is one crime too many. And unfortunately, we have seen high-profile crimes. Uh, the mayor and the NYPD jumped into action and are uh, putting additional resources into Times Square. Additional cops are great, but it needs to be a sustained presence and for the police to be given the right tools and, more importantly, the support to address the challenges. We have the greatest police department in the world. Rather than have the world's greatest detectives solving crimes, we need the world's greatest cops to go out and do what they do best, and that's prevent crimes from happening. 
Times Square is safe despite these these unfortunate high-profile incidents, and uh, we welcome people to come back and just see that for themselves. Do you have any kind of commitment from the mayor or the police department to put more cops in the area? Yes, uh, the, the mayor. Uh, the mayor, uh, in, in an exchange this morning, told me that he was going to be putting additional police officers into Times Square and was going to solve the problems that we have. And uh, and I know that he's going to do that. Uh, those additional cops are in Times Square as we speak. How important is it, do you think, for people to see cops when they're out? It's very important to restore the confidence and the security that people have when they come into our public spaces. So, so I think that the increased police presence, a refocused police department, and having all of the agencies work together to solve the challenges that we have and to be held accountable for solving that problem and, and challenges is the way we move forward. Here, former cop, what is it about Times Square that makes it either complicated or simple to police? So Times Square uh, is, is, um, has bright lights, but it also has a spotlight on it. Anything that happens in Times Square is magnified throughout the world. So any of the, challenge that, any of the challenges that the police department faces are magnified in Times Square. That's why it's important to have police officers assigned specifically to Times Square and not come from all over the city to Times Square. The nuances of Times Square make it important for those offices to have ownership and a knowledge of the area and the nuances in that area. How long do you think it's going to take until you can recoup most of the tourists that were once in the city and once in Times Square? I'm confident by Q2 of 2022 we will be at our pre-pandemic levels. Tom, is there anything else you want to add? Just that um, the time for wishing and hoping is over. Uh, Times Square is back. It's now time to start doing and being again. Please come to Times Square and create your new Times Square memory. Tom, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. things on the ground, in the trenches. Hurley's is a full-service bar and restaurant on 48th Street, right in the heart of the theater district. Peter Haskell got on the phone with Paul Barbet, one of the managing partners of Hurley's. So give us a sense. How's business these days? Overall, Peter, we're extremely positive. It's heading in the right direction 100%. We're starting to see a steady flow of people coming back to work in the corporate offices. Some of the larger firms like Bloomberg, Morgan Stanley, and Barclays are really making an effort bringing their employees and workforce back into New York City to support to the support the city as well as obviously to be more productive in the offices. And honestly, I'd like to give a shout out and a thank you to all their CEOs who have asked them to come back to work. You can see it on the streets. There's more life which is wonderful. And, uh, you know, with Broadway, Mr. Springsteen has just opened up his show on 44th Street. 
and that's kind of given um, Broadway a real jump start, a shot in the arm. Uh, there's excitement now on, on Broadway. That, along with some of the Broadway theaters starting to refurbish their theaters and getting ready for openings as early as September 2nd, and ticket sales are going really well, that's also exciting. Um, we've also seen an influx of a few tourists, which is uh, very heartening. Uh, it makes me happy. We've had people coming in religiously watching the Euro soccer matches of all nationalities. So that's a promising in addition. And um, these are all great things. Uh, you know, our sales are slowly climbing. Not where we should be, but we're probably at about 50% of our normal sales. But that's not bad considering there's no Broadway shows yet and the hotels are still quiet. So give us a sense of the progression. You started out a few months ago. You weren't sure how long this was going to take. Give us a sense of what you expected, what you've seen, and how much longer it might take to get back that other 50%. Absolutely. Well, you know, when this whole thing started, a lot of us were misinformed and maybe too optimistic. We thought the COVID shutdown would last, you know, four, five, six weeks. We had no idea that we'd be dealing with something uh, 14 or 15 months later. Zero idea of that. But, you know, once we were allowed to reopen the restaurants back uh, back in May last year, uh, outside only, you know, we, we had a chance. We started doing our work. We started making an effort. Uh, locals and regulars appreciated that we were staying open, trying to survive and to, you know, give them drink and food and uh, make their lives a little bit more normal. Then, you know, the city let us go back inside. That helps us a little bit more. And they kicked us back outside. That hurt. But uh, we've seen a steady progression in sales, just like we've seen a steady progression in guests, uh, old faces, new faces coming in, welcoming us back. Uh, we've seen a lot more corporate people coming back and more theatrical people recently. We've had a lot more stagehands popping in. We've had a few directors walking in the door saying hello, some lighting designers. We had the production team from Springsteen in here the other night. And uh, it was all good. Uh, very, very promising right now. How important is Broadway to your business? Broadways are one of our lifelines. It, it's not the be-all, end-all, but it certainly helps a huge amount. Uh, we love the Broadway community. Um, we need the Broadway community. And uh, that's going to get us over the hump. That's going to bring our sales from being 50% of what they should be to probably up to 90% of what they should be. And we're really hoping by uh, early, mid-September that we'll really be looking like a normal restaurant and bar, what we used to be, you know, and also having the staff back hopefully by then when they, you know, when they're done with their unemployment and collecting all this stuff. Uh, but I think most of the bar and restaurant community is very, very positive and optimistic. And uh, we're all expecting to really be going gangbusters by September, October. Can you give us a sense what share of your business is office people? What share is Broadway related? And what share is tourism related? Jeez, that's a little hard. But uh, I would say 
Corporate-wise, probably about 40%. And I'm going to give you about 25% tourism that's not related to Broadway. And then uh, the remaining uh, 35 or 40% completely Broadway-related with shows, people going to the shows, people working in the shows, the cast, the crews, the, the marketing companies make up the rest. You have to remember that Broadway also brings us the tour groups who are going to these Broadway shows. They bring the high school classes, the college people, again, who are coming by the busload to see the shows. They come to Hurley's for lunch or they come to dinner, these tour groups. And then they go to the shows, the same as the uh, overseas, the European crowd. We're still missing that. We've had very little people flying in from England and Ireland at this point in time. But I think uh, those bans will be lifted or whatever the restrictions are, they'll be lifted by September and... Uh, we're extremely, extremely positive right now. We, we see the light at the end of the tunnel. You talked about staffing briefly. Give us a sense. What percent of your staffers are back, and are you looking for people? Do you need people to work? We're desperately looking for staff to come back or to hire. Very, very hard nowadays. In the past, we used to have five, six people walking in our door a week looking for work we're lucky we have one person walking in our door a month looking for work now um, I would say currently we have about 15 18 of our former staff members back of which we used to have over 50 employees so we're actively looking to bring more staff back or hire new staff as the business is progressing and picking up um, we're just trying to keep up with the increase of business do you have any concerns about not being able to maximize business because you don't have enough staff? Uh, yeah, that's probably our nightmare right now. Uh, we would be terrified on some days when we're booking parties. I've literally borrowed and asked friends from other bars to help me on their days off. I've asked friends from other industries, say the beer industry, who know how to bartend, to come in and give us a hand. I've had family members come in and give me a hand at the restaurant. It's still a challenge, but there's not enough business to bring everybody back right now. But on certain days, there is enough business. It's, it's, it's complicated. It's very select. You, you can't bring someone back only one day a week. They want to be back full time. So we're trying. And then again, it's going in the right direction. One of the things that makes headlines in your neighborhood is crime. There was another shooting in Times Square over the weekend. What concerns There's been you? a shooting. There was a stabbing. Two weeks ago, there was another stabbing on 46th of Broadway. You know, as positive I am about everything, my, my major concern or things, I think, again, that most bar owners are concerned about is our guests and our employees' safety. And we would all really like to see a larger police presence in Times Square and also for the new mayor to back the police force, to give the police officers confidence that he's going to have their back. And no matter what they do, you know, obviously nothing egregious, but we need to clean up the city. We need the, the petty crimes, but more importantly, the shootings and stabbings. That's going to scare the tourists away. The more that's publicized, it's going to hurt our business. Do you think this summer, this fall, there are people who are saying, 
I'm not sure I want to go there. It doesn't seem safe. I, I think there's always going to be a little bit of that, but I've always found people who visit New York for the first time, they're always very pleasantly surprised. You know, everybody makes it out big, bad, big, bad New York. It's dangerous. It's this, it's that. And everybody I talk to who are visiting for the first time, 99% of them have very, very positive experiences, and they're really happy with what they've walked into here. But, like you said, if they publicize and, and they keep seeing some of these violent crimes on our streets, yeah, then we're going to have a big problem. We, we really need to put the hammer down and have a larger police presence and start arresting some of these people and and uh, stop with this no bail policy and a few other things. We, you know, we, we need a little uh, firmer hand. I think the police commissioner is doing the best he can with what he's allowed to be doing, but I really think there needs to be a stronger hand and uh, a reassignment of force, specifically in Midtown, but that's where the tourists are. Generally speaking, when you think about the future, what, what's your sense? positive, negative, neutral, what's your feeling? I'm very, very positive about the future. Uh, the only thing holding me back from being 100% positive is the, um, the government uh, COVID grants, the last part of the PPP packages. You know, we've applied along with everybody else, and they handed out a third of the money to a third of the people, and now the fund has run out of money. I know uh, Senator Schumer and others are trying to lobby for the government to refund it and put money. But until that happens, you know, we're kind of on pins and needles because we need this money to pay back rent, to pay real estate tax or to pay our staff and other uh, bills that we've been kind of holding off on the side. But uh, You know, I, I think that will come in time. We have to be patient. But uh, again, overall, it's, it's been hard for everybody. I think New York City has weathered this as best they could and now that we're seeing more life in the city with Broadway with a corporate clientele and some tourists it's really showing signs of coming back and I would never bet against New York I think we're, uh, we're going to be just fine Paul is there anything else that you want to add well, I'd love people to come visit us at Hurley's. We got a third floor beer garden, <laughs> a two sided bar, and a beautiful dining room, and outdoor seating on the first floor. But other than that, I, I think I'd love to see more people come and visit to New York, the tri state area. Come in for a weekend, spend the night at a hotel, support the hotels, support the local bars, restaurants, and shops. You know, we all really need a little support, and you'll find that. Everybody is really appreciative of all the extra business that is coming in. And uh, we all got to think positive and on the bright side. We're, we're going to be back, and New York's going to be just fine. Which is exactly the message delivered during that Springsteen on Broadway opening night. I hear the cloud and wrath of the crowd when they said sit down and stood up. The Broadway League's Charlotte St. Martin thinks that while the reopening is happening slowly, it is happening for sure. Well, I was there for Mr. Springsteen on Saturday night, and you could almost feel the energy coming up from the floor. There was just so much excitement, uh, so much so that Mr. Springsteen had to ask us to hush so the show could go on. I, I guess that speaks volumes. It does. 
It really does. There, the energy, there was lots of hugging and uh, excitement from people you didn't even know. They were just so glad to be in a darkened theater. Uh, I will be at many of the openings of the shows, and I just frankly can't wait. I have a feeling the curtain call is going to last too long, but I'll be happy to be there applauding and standing on my feet with the rest of everyone. And as Bruce likes to say, it ain't no sin to be glad you're alive. Bravo. 880 In-Depth is a production of WCBS News Radio 880. Peter Haskell and myself are the executive producers. And while some of you may be listening to this on the radio or the 880 News stream, we want to point out that you can download the audio and listen to it on your time, on demand. Just search for 880 In-Depth wherever you get your audio. As always, have a good week and be safe. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.